Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Helix Reviews podcast. Oh yeah. Now, what this episode here is going to be about is homosexuality and the Bible. So basically, uh, this is recycled content. This is something that I have recorded previously. This is going to be a segment out of The Last of Us Part 2 review that I did a, a while back when that game came out and I finished playing that game. And I, I know that some of you guys who listen don't listen to the video game episodes or, you know, don't listen to the, the ones that, you know, you're not interested in, which understandably so. So I'm just figuring, you know what? I, I, I kind of dove into this topic a little bit, the whole LGBT, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I dived into that a little bit, and I, I looked at the Bible, and I, I tried to, to talk about it in a, a pretty good way, and I think it came out in a, a fairly cohesive, uh, you know, not necessarily covering every base or anything like that, but I, I think I did a, a fairly good job diving into the topic. And so I wanted to uh, take that out of the video game conversation. I mean, I'm, I'll mention the video game, and I'll talk about some of the video game stuff in this episode because this is coming out of that episode. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to kind of remove that out of the video game episode. So in case you weren't interested in the the video game or you know that this is not an episode that you went and listened to, I, I thought this was a, a pretty good talk here that I had about this. So I thought I would pull this out and make it its own little bonus episode here. Uh, so. I'm just going to just throw you right in here, and it'll probably end suddenly. I don't remember exactly how I ended the topic, but uh, when it ends, it ends. And if you want to hear the review to The Last of Us Part 2, you got to go back several episodes. Uh, here you go. All right, this is the part of the show where I talk about the themes, the messages, the ideas that pop out of this game, and I, I break those down from a, a Christian world view. Now, here we are, going to talk about The Last of Us 2, a very story-heavy game, and so I'm going to be talking about some of the themes of that, that come out of this story very strongly, and I mean, this... <clears throat> I th- I should just I should just tackle this now I guess you know because this game has a heavy emphasis on a lesbian relationship between uh, Ellie and Dina because Ellie turns out uh, she's a lesbian uh, that was revealed in uh, Left Behind uh, DLC for the first game the whole first game you don't even know anything you know they don't say anything and it's just like hey guess what yeah she's homosexual. There's also a character in here who is a girl that thinks she's a boy, so she's transsexual, I guess. I guess I'll I'll get more to that specifically in a second. Uh, I I guess I should just... I should just tackle this now. This is a topic I've touched on a little bit in the past, but it's not anything that I, I dived into too heavily before, mostly because this is just like a really hot-button kind of topic. It's a hard kind of... In some ways, it's kind of a hard topic to discuss just because it's... Uh, again, it's just such a hot-button, hot topic in our culture today, and no matter what I say about it, I would will be stepping on some people's toes and making some people mad, you know, and that's not my intention, and that's not really the point of the podcast or anything, you know, that's, that's not what I want to do with the podcast. That said, I want to speak the truth, you know, I, I don't want to dance around the truth, or I don't want to lie or go against what I believe to be true in order for you know, to please some people or, or whatever, you know, I'm going to say what I believe to be true. And I, I think the Bible 
is pretty clear about homosexuality and pretty clear that homosexuality is a sin, it's an abomination, and it is it is absolutely wrong. Uh, so so just <laughs> just gonna put some verses out here. Leviticus 18:22. Do not practice homosexuality. Having sex with another man as with a woman, it is a detestable sin. Leviticus 20:13. If a man practices homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman, both men have committed a detestable act. They must be put to death, for they are guilty of a capital offense, uh, which is, which is huge in our culture. Like if, if putting people to death that were homosexuals, now this is in the old Testament here, uh, as far as, as the, well, these couple verses that I just read and the putting them to death. Now, you know that, I mean, immediately that sounds extreme to me. Like, oh wait, we should put people to death that practice homosexuality or something. Immediately that sounds like too extreme to me. But I don't know if this is one of the things that, you know, being in the Old Testament, this is one of the laws that have kind of passed away and now the, the new laws are here. What You know, all, all that jazz. It's, it's very controversial there. Again, another hot button topic there as far as uh, what exactly all of that uh, means and, and how all of that exactly works. Uh, that said, you know, even moving to the New Testament, uh, there still are several Bible verses about homosexuality and them being wrong. The, either way, even if you don't say, okay, maybe it's not the capital offense anymore or whatever, the, the principle is still the same. It is still that detestable and that wrong. Uh, so a few more verses here. 1 Timothy 1, 8 through 10. Now we know that the law is good. If one uses it lawfully, understanding this, that the law is not laying down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for the sexual, sexually immoral men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. Their homosexuality is in context with, in the same breath as slave masters, as people who beat up their parents, you know, people who murder and, and you know, practice all kinds of unsound doctrine because that is that is the the place where homosexuality fits uh one more here and i think this one if if we're not already here yet in our our country and our culture uh we are close i think romans 1 and here we got romans so this is a new testament romans 1 24 through 27 so God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the creator whom himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. That is why God abandoned them 
to their shameful desires. Even the woman turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulge in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned for lust with each other. Men did shameful things with other men, and as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty that they deserved. So here we have uh, men and women committing, uh, you know, committing acts of, of homosexuality, and they're in that they are trading the truth of God for a lie. They're worshiping and serving the things God created instead of the creator himself, right? Instead of God, the creator, they're 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 worshiping the things that that he created through this and they they are turning on the way the very way that God created the world because it says even women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other so it's the 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 very natural way to have sex you know man and woman clearly made to have sex with each other and they are even you know they're breaking away from what is obviously and evidently the natural god created way to have sex in order to you know engage in in homosexuality uh so I mean, yeah, there we got several, and that's not even all of them. There is other places in the Bible that talk about homosexuality and that condemn homosexuality and and talk about it being a, a wrong and, and negative thing ultimately, uh, because it's 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 breaking down God's natural created order, the guy, the way that God naturally created the world, and it's it's breaking down the the picture that God uses for uh, marriage as our relationship with God, where we are the you know we are the the bride and God is the bridegroom, you know. Whereas it's it's breaking that down because then you have, now you have two men and two women instead of the the man and the woman. So it's it's even breaking down the imagery that God places in the way that we're supposed to live our lives that will reflect God himself. And it's interesting talking to people about homosexuality and and how kind of big it is today, how it's a prevalent idea today and and something that our our culture is struggling with and ultimately Christians right now are, are losing the war against homosexuality right now for sure they're they're so quiet about it you know the like that that's why I talk about it on here you know it's not because I, I want to bring up hot button issues it's not because I want to go against the grain or anything like that what I do on the podcast is I look at the themes that come out in the media and I I talk about it and I, I try to express some of the themes that I see coming out of the media and I think it's important to speak the truth and the the one definitive truth that is true about the stuff that I'm seeing in the media and that's what I am seeing here and so, it, you know, I, I wasn't looking for a place to talk about homosexuality, but it pops out as an obvious place to talk about it here. And talking to people about it, it's it is interesting because, so, like, I've heard I've heard a couple of different people say how it it just like it, it happened so suddenly, it happened so fast, and you know, it's like kind of where did this kind of come from, kind of mentality when when looking at homosexuality in our culture, and now suddenly. You know, now suddenly it's it's becoming 
only socially acceptable to to accept it, right? You are not accepted if you don't accept this thing that is is you know this this minority is is screaming this very loud minority is is screaming and telling you about to to believe and all this kind of stuff. But it's like this is not new, really. This has been coming for a long time, and it's it's probably I got I got a list of things here of of where it's coming from, and I'm sure it goes back before this. But in the like the 50s and the 60s is when divorce got easier. You know, it got divorce got a lot easier with the courts giving like a wider and wider berth as to what is a a viable reason for divorce, you know, what uh you know, and ultimately that's kind of making marriage less and less sacred right there. It's making it less sacred, it's making it less important, you know, it's it's Marriage is not this sacred set apart thing anymore when it gets to be very easy to to break the marriage and to break something that God has put together. Uh, Mark 10, 7 through 9 uh, says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. A man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, by the way. There you got a male and a female. And the two shall become one flesh, so that they are no longer two, but one flesh. This is why uh, premarital sex shouldn't happen, by the way. Uh, and therefore, God has joined. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. And there, okay, there is an argument against the divorce, and especially against you know making divorce easy. Now, I do think that there is a biblical reason for divorce. I think that that window of a reason is very small. If you want to look into that more, uh, 1 Corinthians 7 is where I would point you for that. So that's like the 50s and 60s. Then came the 70s, uh, no, the 60s. Then come the 60s with like the sexual revolution, right? It's huge. And that, that separates sex from marriage, you know? So the solidity of marriage here is already like starting to break apart, right? So why would an act that's supposed to be, you know, holy, it's supposed to be set apart for marriage, you know, if, if marriage is less important, if marriage is no longer sacred, why could you not do that act outside of that relationship, outside of marriage? Hebrews 13, 4 let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. So, the sexual revolution was a very bad thing, and something that ultimately led to homosexuality, which is the next step here, because this leads to homosexuality, because if sex is no longer for the purpose that it was before, you know, unifying a man and a woman, both physically and spiritually, in marriage, the two becoming one flesh, right? If sex doesn't mean that anymore, then why not two women have sex? Why not two men have sex? Why not? If, if, if it's just about the pleasure, if it's just about the physical, why can't there be homosexuality? Why can't there be gay marriage or any of this kind of stuff? Then the next natural extension onto that is gender fluidity. So you got like a bi and trans people, you know, the whole LGBTQ, all that jazz. Uh, you know, if we're breaking down the very way that God created the world to be by people of the same sex having sex, then why not break that down further? Why not blur the line 
between the sexes, right? Is there even a definitive male and female? Is there something in between, maybe, you know, that you could be? Is What if you don't think that you're either? Can you choose, maybe, you know? Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. We are made either male or female right there in the Bible. Genesis, just right off the bat, the Bible says we are made male or we are made female. There is no in-between and there is no there is no trans. There is no, oh, I'm, I was born as a male, but I, I think I'm a female and so I should change. No matter what you do to your body, if you get surgeries and manipulate your body to look like you're a man when you're a woman, you're still a woman. It doesn't matter. You can't change your sex because that is something that you are born as. That is just a part of who you are, and there's nothing you can do about that. That's just the way God made you, and there's nothing that you can do to actually change that. And in the future, this is going to lead to things that are even worse down the line. This is going to lead to things like polygamy. Uh, you know, we've broken down what marriage is, you know, we've broken down what sex is. So why not be able to marry multiple people? You know, I mean, you know, why can't a man have two wives and a woman have three husbands? You know, I mean, who are you to say that two men and, and four women all can't be married, right? Love is love, right? That's the argument. And honestly, I, I don't think that's very far away. I don't think polygamy is very far away. I think that's going to become like what homosexuality is right now, unless unless the course of our country changes, which hopefully it does, but that's going to become the way homosexuality is now with people fighting for it and all this kind of stuff to make it normal. It's going to be like that in my lifetime. That's that's I firmly believe that. Another step down the line would be bestiality. You know, okay, uh, you know, sex no longer means what it what it should mean, and sex you can you can break who you have sex with as far as the male and the female and that. So why not take it a step further? Why not have sex with a dog? Why not have sex with a, a cow? Why not have sex with any other animal? Because why not? If it's about the physical, if it's about the pleasure, if that's what pleasures you, why can't you have sex with an animal? So that's, that is another step that I imagine would be slightly further down the road, but that, that's another step I see coming down the line. And so, you know, we're, we're kind of at a, a critical time as far as some of this, this stuff going on in our culture. And I think that we as Christians, if you're, if you're a Christian and you're, you believe what I'm saying right now, we need to, we need to say something, you know, we need to say something. We don't, we, we shouldn't just be quiet about this because this is this is an important truth, you know, this is, this is something that, that leads to worse and worse things down the line, this is something that, that ultimately, you know, it, it leads to the idea that we can, we can make up our own mind about how the world works, and then the world just works for you that way, which, which obviously is not how the world actually works, because there is a definitive truth, but because of the way we live our lives, there can't be a definitive truth because it would clash with the way that we think we are or the way we think we live our lives, but there is a definitive truth and we live into that despite the fact that we say we don't because there is a definitive truth and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, it's it's, uh, it's pretty screwed up. <laughs> so The Last of Us 
heavily features a, uh, a lesbian relationship here, and then there's the a trans character also in here, and uh, it's unfortunate. It's uh, it's the kind of thing where this this game is definitely one that is kind of just kind of normalizing it. You know, it's kind of just saying like, oh look, this is it, this is here, but it's normal, and we're not really gonna discuss it too much it just is the way that it is and don't even worry about it you know uh they actually they discuss the trans character more than they discuss the uh the the lesbians and characters and stuff like that you know so it's like it, because the lesbian relationship is just kind of like oh it just it just is you know and that's not it's just completely unquestioned you know and so ultimately thematically for a game where I was I was shocked at how much I actually kind of agreed with some of the stuff that the characters did in the first game that was controversial. In this game, they're doing the controversial stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't agree with this. And I'm, I'm going to say something here to you guys about this, because I do think that a lot of the stuff that this game is promoting in this way is wrong. You can't stop this. I want what you want, but not at any cost. 